0: Good morning and happy Sabbath, tabernacle of praise. My name is Pastor Jonathan B. Fields. This is my wonderful wife, Melody Fields. And we want to take this opportunity to say welcome to all of our family, our friends, our guests that Mm -hmm. have chosen to spend this worship time with us today. Mm -hmm. We want to say thank you. We understand and know that you could have gone somewhere else but you chose to spend it with us. Amen. We also want to say blessings and thank you to all of our mothers yes, as mother's we celebrate Day That's right, hey. this special <laughs> Mother's Day weekend. We want to say blessings to all of our mothers. Can I? Can I have a? Happy Mother's Day, honey. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> six and quit, right?
1: Yeah, six Six babies. and quit. Yeah. Amen. Six we are six children. and
0: we thank God for all of our moms. We thank God for you, honey. You truly are an awesome, thank awesome you. mom. Thank and we definitely celebrate you. Um, but we celebrate all of our mothers. Amen. We celebrate all of our um, mother figures. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, those moms that have changed a diaper or two that may not have belonged to you. Not trying to rhyme. But it was right on time, wasn't it? I know. Oh I know. It's all right. That's all right. But we thank God for you as well. Um, you may have um, spent some time with a niece or a nephew, picked them up from school, daycare, something of those um, on, on those lines. Um, we thank God for you as well, um, doing those mom duties. Amen. Amen. Honey?
1: And I guess we don't want to leave out those who don't have their mothers with them anymore. Yes, yes. Um, mothers have passed on. We send our love, our support, mm. and we just pray that you make the best out of this holiday yes. and that you'll be truly blessed and you bless someone else.
0: Amen. We do understand this can. This is a difficult, difficult time for, time. for, time, Even for some. Even for those
1: mothers that have lost babies. Yes we, yes. we hold a special place in our heart for you and we pray that God will give you comfort and peace during this time and that you'll find joy.
0: Amen. Amen. So we thank God for you and we bless you. Um, There's one of the favorite, um, one of my favorite verses in the Bible um, Mm -hmm. is found in the book of John, um, chapter 19, where Jesus, um, in the last um, moments of his life, um, spoke from the cross um, to his disciples um, and, in, and um, charged them to care for his mother, wow. Wow. which lets me know that God thinks highly of mothers. Of mothers. Amen. Amen. And so we thank God for you. We celebrate you and we pray that this will be an awesome weekend celebrating yeah. Wait, mothers. Wait,
1: before we go any further, I have to have a special shout out. If okay. you can give me that. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say a special shout out to my mother, Pat Brinkley. Mm. Say happy Mother's Day to her, happy
0: Mother's Day. to
1: my daughter, Brittany.
0: Amen.
2: A new happy, mom.
1: Yes. No. Nope. Yeah. Happy yeah. Mother's Day to Brittany. Happy Mother's Day to my grandmother, Ozella Pruitt, and also Happy Mother's Day to my wonderful mother in law. Um and I don't like to call them mother-in-law, my no. mother-in-law, mother-in-law Joyce Fields, Amen. we just wish you all so many blessings and we just thank you for being such a wonderful support to us as a family that's and to right. our ministry over the years and we just praise God for your mother, for being the wonderful mothers that you are.
0: That's right, that's right and we thank God for all of our moms, and amen. Just, if we, I
1: could just say my own sure. personal shout And I love every woman at Tabernacle Praise, so happy Mother's Day mm-hmm. and we look forward
0: to seeing you all soon. Amen. Amen. And we'll be celebrating um, our mom yes. this weekend. Yes. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom, we celebrating her birthday. Amen. Mm-hmm. We thank God for her. May the 6th. Amen. Yes. We thank God for her. Um, and so we just want to lift up all mothers. Amen. Mm-hmm. All mother figures. Um, all those that are celebrating. We just thank God for you. We love you. And happy, happy mother's, mother's Day. Day. <laughs> happy Mother's Day. <laughs>
3: Good morning everybody. This is stewardship time and we are looking forward to sharing a good news with you about stewardship. Remember that this is the year of the Christ of the Christ. Me help me out with this. This is the year of Christ. And so what that means is that we are going to um, we're endeavoring to restore, regenerate and renovate our lives and the lives of the other others. The year of Christ for you and for me, that means we're going to do our absolute best. But before we get there, I have an announcement. We have an ongoing group dedicated to renewing and regenerating your life. So we'd like for you to stop back by at 12 Steps to Success is every fourth Sunday of the month. Uh, these steps are using 12 Steps principles to increase and to um, help you to extinguish habits that keep you stuck and keep you in misery and build a stronger relationship with God. Now back to our stewardship message. If you are redeemed, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. If you've been redeemed, let your good works proclaim it. Use your time, talent, temple, and treasure to help others restore, regenerate, and and renovate their lives. Do you know someone who is homeless? Do you have the time to help them find resources Uh, for a homeless person so that they will no longer live on the streets. Can you use your talent to cook a meal for a hungry person? uh, To to alleviate the hungers for others. Look at these children. And this this may be in other countries, but we can find this right in the city of St. Louis. What about helping others who are sick? Giving loving care to restore, regenerate and renovate others' health. And what about taking care of your own health? That's important too. Taking care of your temple is a requirement from God. The Bible says in Isaiah 6. Oh, um, in Isaiah 6:58, is not this the fast that I have chosen—to loose the bands of wicked, to undo the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke? Is it not to deal your bread to the hungry, and that those and thou bring the poor that are cast out to your house. When you see the naked, that you cover him and that you hide not yourself from your own flesh. This is the year of Christ. His work is never done. Will you join us and will you help? If you're interested in helping um, Tabernacle Praise SDA Church, reach out to those who are hungry, those who are in bondage, those who are poor, children who who, uh, have no clothing, Please help. You can do that by directly coming and physically being a part of our service or and you can give to Cash App through uh, the top dollar sign top giving. Thank you and make this a great day. Wait, wait,
2: wait. Till Hello, church family. This is Elder Lee Carroll joining my lovely wife here. Want to also, also want to wish her a happy Mother's Day, happy Mother's Day to my mother, and also happy Mother's Day to my daughter. There's three generations of wonderful mothers doing the work of Christ. You know, there's two things in this life that we never, ever have enough of. One is time, the other is prayer. So we want to take advantage of this time to offer a word of prayer. We don't have our list of prayer requests, but God knows your heart. And God knows everything that you need more than you even know. So at this time, let us bow our heads as we reverently seek the Lord in prayer. Dear Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful, blessed Sabbath day. We thank you for your Holy Spirit's presence. Lord, you are the almighty God, and there is nothing too hard for you. And we come to you this day, dear Lord, with our requests and our petitions. And you already know what we need more than we even know. You already know what's most important for us. You know the time that we need it, and you know how we need it best. Father, we ask and pray that you will honor us, not because we deserve it, but because we trust in Jesus, and he died for us, and he died that we might have access to your power and your omnipotence. We pray for all those who are struggling with sin around the world. We pray that your spirit would be felt in their heart, that they would turn their hearts to you and away from evil, to do good and righteous works. We ask and pray that you will touch those who are suffering physically, Lord, those who are in the hospitals struggling, those who are at home being taken care of. We ask that you will bless them and heal their bodies, Lord, according to your will. We ask that you will bless their caretakers as well, for that is a job that is very hard and very uh, hard for people to do as well. Lord, we ask your blessings upon this entire world. Lord, we know that you're coming is soon, and we pray that we are all ready and waiting for you to return bless us this day dear jesus as we continue to do thy will in your precious name amen and thank you at this time we be blessed by a song from sister beverly stewart anderson Okay. okay Yes. Thank you, church family, or Sister Beverly. We appreciate that word and song. Want to say good morning to everyone once again. Thank God for this beautiful Sabbath day and thank God for this uh, Mother's Day weekend. Want to give another shout out to all of our mothers. Happy Mother's Day. Uh, There are so many mothers doing so much for so many that we can never do enough for them. No matter what we do, how many flowers we buy or how many box of chocolates we give out, mothers are so special that we can never do enough for them. So one again, just say thank you mothers. Happy Mother's Day to each and every one of you. And we wish God's blessing upon you as you continue to serve him in your duty as a faithful mother. Do you realize how far back Mother's Day has gone? I mean, it started in the very beginning back in Genesis 3.20, where Adam called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. So there were no babies before. So can you imagine Eve having a baby? It had never been done before. She didn't know what to do. Adam hadn't taken Lamaze classes, so he didn't know what to do. There were absolutely no hospitals. There were no nurses, there were no attendants, there was no epidural, there was none of those things that we take for granted now when having children. They were on their own with only the holy angels in attendance. Even though they had been cast out of the Garden of Eden at that time, this was still a happy and momentous occasion. Just like even now, many families who are living in poverty is still a happy occasion when they're bringing in a new member to the family and the mother is always happy for the birth of her child. All of her friends and family gather around to rejoice with her uh, for the blessing of her becoming a mother and now she finally gets to wear the title of mama. Mama is the person that you call after you call Jesus. Can you think of Mary's joy at being told that she will be the, the mother of the savior of the world? For in Luke 1:30 it says, and the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. Now, that's a real blessing to be a mother. But can you imagine knowing that you're going to be the mother of the Savior of the world? That had to be totally unbelievable to Mary. And she was a young lady at that time. Uh, the scholars say between 15 and 20 years old, at the time so she didn't fully understand all the spirituality significance of what the angel was telling her all she all her excited mind heard was that she was going to be some little baby's mama and yes she was jesus mother all right but people are mistaken when they say hail mary mother of god jesus was fully both god and man but as god jesus had no mother And as man, he had no father, but he still loved to call Mary mama. Mary was the type of mother that all mothers are. Loving, maternal, instructful, cautious, hopeful, watchful, teachers, confidence, and providers. But do you think Mary really realized that every time she kissed Jesus, she was kissing the face of God? Do you think she realized that every time she touched him, she was touching the person who created her? Do you think every time that she fed him, she realized that she was feeding the one who would feed 5,000 with just a few loaves and fishes? Mothers put their very lives on the line for, to have children. Do you realize that, giving child, uh, that childbirth is a life-threatening event? Mothers could die during childbirth. Your mother almost died giving you life. Now I know you can do better than just a phone call once a year to say thank you to her. Mothers do their best to provide food, clothing, shelter, all the good things of life. And sometimes some mothers even resort to things that many may call unseemly, but whatever they do, they do it all for their children's sake. A mother's love is undying. And that's why Isaiah 49:15 15 asked the question, can a woman forget her suckling child, her little baby? Can she just forget that baby? Yes, they may forget, God says, but I will never forget you. Mothers work tirelessly to raise their children right, but try as they might, no mother ever knows what that child will grow up to be. But all mothers hopefully want their children to grow up to be fine, upstanding Christian people, and not serial killers, of course. Jesus was not like every other child. So Mary didn't have to worry too much about the discipline part because Jesus was an obedient child full of grace. And yet he was still subject to his mother's wishes. He was never disrespectful to her and he was always obedient to her all the way up to the age of 30, right when he began his mission. And although we may never experience, as did Christ, the agony of Gethsemane, or the pain and suffering of Calvary's hill, we can take his example as a loving, serving child and do all that we can to support our mothers and show that proper self-sacrifice, self-denial, and love and respectful obedience to our mothers. Jesus wanted to help his mama understand the spiritual significance of his birth and what his mission was. Simeon, the priest, had given Mary a little bit about Jesus growing up to be the light to the Gentiles, and the angels had spoken to her prior to his birth, but she didn't fully comprehend his mission. And Jesus knew that just as he had been lost to her for three days during that trip to Bethlehem, that he was gonna be, gonna, going to be lost to her three days again after the crucifixion. And he was doing what he could to just kind of calm her fears and to help her so that it wouldn't be such a shock to her. All of us want to shield our mothers from pain, suffering, and anguish as much as possible. Why? Because that's my mama and I want to take care of her. John 2 tells us the story of Jesus' first miracle at the marriage feast in Cana of Galilee. Jesus and his disciples were there. Uh, There was some of Mary and Joseph's relatives who were getting married. And Jesus was there at the festival, but he wasn't talking crazy and dancing with a lampshade on his head, but he enjoyed social activities. There's nothing wrong with marrying and being given in marriage in the right sense. So as they were going along with the marriage festival, they ran out of wine. And uh, Mary came to Jesus and said to him, they have run out of wine. Jesus said to her, woman, what have I to do with thee? My hour has not yet come. And his mother says to the servants, whatever he says to you, do it. Now, let me point out a few things about that scripture. Many times people think Jesus was being very rude to his mother when he said that, but he wasn't rude at all. He was never rude. To his mother, he was never rude or insulting to anyone unnecessarily at all. That was a common way to speak to your parents back at that time. And what he was saying to her is, I am now on my father's mission and now you cannot control my actions, especially not when I'm going to do a miracle and for what purpose. Second thing I wanna point out to you is After Mary talked to Jesus, did you notice what she did? She went right to the servants and said, whatever he says, do it. (laughs) And that reminds me, uh, when I was growing up, I had my own car so I could drive wherever I wanted. And one day or several times I would come home from work, I'd be tired, you know, or maybe I had plans to go out or do something else. And my mom would come and say, Lee, take me over to Aunt Gerald's house. And I would get upset because Aunt Gerald lived about 40 miles away. And if you live in a city, it's not much, but when you live in a small town, you gotta go through eight or nine different towns to get there. So I would put up a fuss about how I was busy and I didn't wanna go. But my mom would put on her coat and put on her shoes and start heading for the door because she knew I was gonna do it if at all possible. And that was how Mary was when she asked Jesus about the wine. She knew that he would do whatever he could do just to please her. The other thing, too, I want to point out, Jesus turned the water into wine, but it was unfermented wine. And how do I know that? Because Jesus never contradicted his word. And in his word in Proverbs 20, verse 1, it says, wine is a mocker and strong drink is raging and whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. And if you are not wise, then you are a, you said it. The water was a symbol of being baptized into Christ, and the wine was a symbol of his shed blood for remission of our sins. Mary followed Jesus to his crucifixion at Calvary. She was there with the apostle John, the one beloved uh, disciple of Jesus. And even at the cross, Mary saw Jesus fainting on the way to Calvary under the burden of that cross. He was bloody, he was sweaty, he was beat up. And she wanted to go out and help him as all mothers want to do, want to wipe his bloody sweaty brow and to kind of give him some comfort, but she wasn't allowed to do that. But Simon of Cyrene, an African, did what Mary could not do. Simon carried the cross of Christ. And in a way, you can say Africans and African descendants have still been bearing a cross for Christ all this time. Even in Jesus dying last hour, when he was about to die, his last lesson was for love for one's mother. He looked at at the grief-stricken face of his mother, Mary, and then he looked at John and he said to his mother in John 19, 26, woman, behold your son. Then to John, he said, behold your mother. So Jesus literally said, mama, this is your new son. John, this is your new mother. And John knew exactly what Jesus wanted. So from that moment on, John took Jesus' mom into his own household with his family and took care of her, just as if it was his own mother. Jesus, again, even from the cross, he did what a dutiful son would do, taking his uh, last moment to make sure that his mother was taken care of. Now maybe you might not be able to buy your mom a big house or a brand new fancy car, and maybe you can't pay for a trip around the world, but you can treat her with love and kindness. You can send your mom flowers more than once a year, and you can't just be there for her when she needs someone to talk to. You can tell and show your mother how much you love her. One thing is certain, be sure to give your mama flowers while she can still smell them, cause that's your mama. When the majesty of heaven, Jesus became a babe, he was entrusted to Mary, and Mary didn't have much to offer in terms of a precious gift. In fact, she gave the gift of poor people, two turtle doves, or two pigeons, which was the offering for poor people to give. But they were acceptable. Mary didn't have the type of gifts that the three wise men had, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. She just didn't roll like that. She did not have it. But her gift was acceptable to God because it came from her heart. The Lord looked upon her willingness and not the fanciness the gifts that she gave just like your mom she will look at your gifts and she'll be more happy that you gave out of love than the actual physical gift itself and in the same way god accepts our gifts to him as long as we give them from a heart of love to him he will accept them always the work of a mother becomes infinite through her connection with christ as a child you can learn from your mother the love and the compassion and the mercy of God. And when a child can trust their mother that much, then they can learn to trust Jesus as the friend of their mother. As, you, as your mother loves you and as your mom takes care of you, you learn that's the type of love that God has for you as well. It is your mother's duty to train up a child in the way he should go. Mothers are to exemplify love, mercy, kindness, and provision to their little ones. And this type of relationship makes it easier for you as you grow to find that type of love in God. And it's so sad that so many parents have not done their job. And they've been mean and abusive to their children so that when someone brings the message of salvation to them and talks about the love of the father, and the love of God, they have no connection to it. Wouldn't it be a great world if all mothers showed that type of love that God shows to their children? Wouldn't that be a beautiful blessing if all mothers consecrated their children to God both before and after that child is born? In the 10 commandments, everyone remembers the 10 commandments, right? Well, the fifth commandment is the first commandment with promise. And it is also the first one that deals with the commandments that teach us how to deal with each other. The first four commandments tell us how to relate to God and the last six commandments teach us how to relate to each other. The fifth commandment, Exodus 8, 25 says, honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the land that the Lord thy God giveth thee. There are so many young children and adult children who profess to know the truth, but don't render their mothers the proper love and affection as due? They manifest but little love to their mother and they fail to honor them in deferring to their wishes or even seeking to relieve them of some anxiety. There are many professed Christians who profess to be Christians who don't even know what it means to honor thy father and thy mother. And neither do they understand that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. If they don't understand the honor thy father and mother part, there's no way they can understand the second part of your, your life being long in the land which the Lord our God gives you. In this book called To Be Like Jesus, page 51, it says, children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Honor thy father and thy mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you, and you may live long on the earth made new. Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is pleasing to the Lord. It also says children who dishonor and disobey their parents and disregard their advice and instructions cannot have a part in the earth made new. Wow, children who disobey and disregard the advice and instruction of their parents you have no part in the earth made new. The purified new earth will be no place for rebellious, disobedient, ungrateful sons and daughters. Unless people learn obedience submission here, they'll never learn it. And the peace of heaven and the peace of the earth made new is not gonna be barred or marred by disobedient, unruly, unsubmissive children. No commandment breaker can enter the kingdom of heaven. Family, are you breaking the commandment to honor your mother? Why? Why are you doing that? When in times of strife and struggle, mama has always been there for you. She's, ma, mama has always been there for the family. Mama has always been there for the community. Mama has always been there for the church. Jesus called for his mama as he was dying. George Floyd called for his mama as he was dying. And you've called for your mama when you were in trouble too. Remember that time when you fell and hurt yourself? Who did you call? Mama. When those other kids was picking on you, who'd you call? Mama. When you needed money all those times, who'd you call? Mama. When you went to jail and needed help, who did you call? Mama. All of us call on mama at some point in our lives. And guess what? Mama is always there to help. Just like Jesus, she is always there to help. Mama is the one that we call after we call Jesus. So after you've called on Jesus, call on Mama. And you know what? It's high time for us to show our mamas proper love and respect that they deserve. We take too many things for granted. All that your mom has done for you If you wrote it down on a sheet of paper, you couldn't even count it all. And many times mothers say, well, I carried you for nine months. That's just the tip of the iceberg of what mothers have done for their children throughout all these ages of history. We can never do enough for our mothers, but we can try. Just as Jesus took care of his mom, let's take care of our mamas. Let's show our mamas the love that they deserve. Let's call them up and just talk to them and see what's on their mind. Sometimes it's called to say thank you. You know, don't wait for your mama to pass away before you finally tell her that you love her. Tell her now. Don't wait to tell her how much she means to you. Tell her now. Don't wait to tell her how you can't live without her. Tell her now. And don't just tell her, cause talk is cheap, but show her. Stop buying visits give her a hug, give her a kiss, take her out to shop or to a uh, event or whatever, you know, be safe with the pandemic still on, but show your mom how much you really care. And hopefully your children will show you how much they care as well. And you know, Jesus, he wants to hear you say those things to him also. Tell Jesus how much you love him now, don't wait. Tell Jesus how much He means to you now, don't wait. Tell Jesus how much you can't live without him now. If you haven't told Jesus those things, then I invite you right now to tell Jesus how much you love him as we close out with prayer on this beautiful Mother's Day Sabbath. Dear Father, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you so much for Jesus who showed us how to love and how to give love and how to share love. We thank you so much, Father, for our mothers, who we can never repay, and we thank you for giving them to us, putting us in their lives and them in our lives, that they may lead us to the throne of grace by being a perfect example of you, by doing the best that they ever could do, by giving their all to raise their children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. We ask and pray, Lord Jesus, that you will come into our hearts, give us the peace that passes all understanding, give us the love, that passes all comprehension. Give us the kindness that Jesus showed and help us to share those things with our mothers and bless our children that they will show those things to their mothers as well. Continue to be with us, Lord. Bless us and save us in your mighty kingdom. These things we ask and pray in your precious name, Jesus. Amen and amen. At this time, we wanna remind you that if you need a word of prayer if you would like to get in touch with the pastor, if you would like Bible study, or however we can reach you, please email the pastor at tops, T-O-P-S-D-A church at att.net, and we thank you so much for tuning in. Be blessed, and have a blessed Sabbath day. Amen, and thank you.